And here we go. Ah. <laughs> Little, oh, there it is. No, oh, no. Man. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Tanridge Podcast, episode 112. Here with with the Tan Man Kenny. Seth is oh. out this week, and we'll be out next week. Uh, so we just me and Kenny riding it out tonight. Uh, we're gonna talk about our trip to Smarados this past weekend. Really cool trip to finally get to go out there and uh, check that place out. So we'll talk about that. We got uh, the ending of uh, Loki season one. Uh, there will be spoilers. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, just a heads up. And we'll get into sports at the end and everything. So with all that being said, Kenny, how's it going? I'm good. <clears throat> Once again, just glad the work week's over. Yeah, I always, trying, always forget you get weekends. On Thursday. Yeah. It's nice, man, but the the week is... It's a grind, huh? Is, is, it's long, but it's short, if that makes yeah. any sense. Like, the days are long. Yeah. But I feel like what I do right now, I'm so busy most of the time. Like, the days just, like, I don't even know where, go, where they go sometimes. Just working for the weekend. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so yeah, man. Just uh, glad to be... Out of traffic, the nice Nashville traffic. Are you dealing with a lot of traffic? In uh, the just, uh, not in the morning, just coming coming home, man. It's like oh, getting really? to work. I can oh, get to yeah, because the loop to loop. I can get to work uh-huh. in 30 minutes, and then on the way back, it's about 50. Yeah, because you have to loop back around. I, now I see why that that'd be an issue. Yeah. You're going the opposite way in the mornings. but Yeah, but the city is really in the morning. I leave so early, there's like nobody on the road, oh, yeah, really, except true. for truckers. Yeah. Coming back, it's just like 65 is something else, man. Yeah. I can cut through back roads if I'm coming straight home, like on Thursdays, but Monday through Wednesday, going, having to pass the house up and go to Hendersonville to go to the gym. Oh, sucks. yeah. Yeah. But, that Hendersonville traffic ain't no joke from five. Yeah, basically, like the Madison exit all the way to, I guess the ending of Hendersonville is just god awful. Yeah, man, it can be given the the wrong day and wrong circumstances. It can be it can be rough. So yeah, uh, we visited some Ronaldos on last Friday, which we previewed last week, and I must say I was pleasantly surprised. Um, we knew that the food was good, but that was I only tried it once, and that was on episode two of the podcast. You can go back and listen if you're interested. Um, so, and that was what Mike brought in, in takeout. So this is the first time dining in there for me, and it was cool. It had a really like just low key vibe in there, and the food was good. Um, kind of what was your what was your thoughts and on the whole? Thing? <laughs> well, man, like from the from the jump, like it's one of those places like you just don't know what to expect right like you get there from the outside you're like man this is an italian place huh like okay i know ne- by the way i never knew it was an italian place till probably like a year and a half ago oh wow i just thought it was a bar like you would yeah. go there i didn't know it was like a for real legit italian place <laughs> yeah but the, okay so then like all right so like you go around back and that's where you get in and that's where it gets really interesting. It's like, so you, <laughs> yeah. so you walk in, and you're like, okay, and you walk past a little, what do they call that, the foyer area, and then, like, you're just like, all right, where are I going next? Like, you got stairs yeah. up, you got stairs going down, 
and you end up going downstairs, which makes it kind of feel like, I guess it's not, but it feels like you're going into like a basement, basically. To me, it felt like you were going to, into a parlor. Or, yeah, or like a secret, I like, don't know, it's like a secret like they do have a pool something. table down there and like a, a, like a small stage area. So it is kind of like going into a parlor and they got the, a big bar there. But it's, it's just intriguing, like you, you, you don't know what to expect. Um, and it's very like it's like a time you go down there and it's like a time warp and and the thing is though like it's one of those places like they haven't changed anything really decorations or or whatever for probably years you know what I mean yeah it's like one of those places like newer places like new like hip places that try to get that like nostalgic look yeah they they already look like you know what I'm saying like they already they look like what other places are trying to like when when like new when new places try to look retro or old like yeah. it's a lot of the stuff that they try to do like just some of the decor and stuff yeah so very interesting just the whole the whole place is interesting you know dimly lit and like the walk down bar which I've never seen before like yeah the walk down bar was it was really nice but just I'm just curious of why. Unless it was just like that when they got it, I don't know. Or maybe just that's how some places were back then. I don't know, man. Yeah, like it was and interesting. There, it, it reminds me of a, like a classic New York bar, and I don't know if the if the family is from up there. I know, I know we've discussed, we've talked with uh, the son of the owner through our social media. Which shout out uh, Luigi. Uh, we uh, so uh, we've talked with him. I know they're not. I don't think they're necessarily from Tennessee. Uh, but, um, but it definitely has, uh, sort of like the bar definitely had to me has like a New York bar vibe. I don't know what I, what I can say about the bar is that the good thing about it is it takes regular height chairs. Mm -hmm. So if you're drunk and you end up falling out of your chair, you got less distance. (laughs) So there is that there's less chance of somebody getting critically injured. (laughs) <laughs> from falling off the bar drunk. So there is that. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was just, yeah, uh, it was interesting. And that's the thing with the whole place. It's like just. I'd like to take a tour there. It's and, very and, it's very unique. I'll, I'll Luigi, say if that. If you're listening, we would like to take a full tour of the place if it's <laughs> if it's possible. And we'll, we'll, we'll buy dinner and all that. So, again, um, but, yes, yeah, it's, it's just like, all right. I'm I'm intrigued by what else is there because we like I said we went went in went downstairs and sat down and ate but it seems like that building is much larger yeah uh so well that's the thing it's one of those it's weird to be talking about like a place we went to eat and like we're still talking about like the ambiance of the place but it's yeah very, it's 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 very unique <laughs> and you kind of don't know what you're getting into and it definitely does you know you go in this like. I Nothing remember, like right off the bat screams out like this is an Italian restaurant. No, it just seems like it has the like it's a it's a like a cool hangout spot like a bar that has good Italian food. Yeah, and you're just like you're just surprised at how good Italian food is, and it's legit Italian food because the family is legit Italian. Um, yeah. w- one thing is uh, is uh, you know to their credit. They do have signs saying, hey, go here, go there. So you're not like walking around <laughs> going up and down stairs and whatnot. So, oh, yeah, uh, no, it's, it's, it was clearly labeled like 
where you needed to go to go to the restaurant, but it doesn't keep you from wondering, like, yeah, where am I? <laughs> What's up there? What's over there? Yeah, it's like there's so much space, but you're like, you're just going downstairs, man. It's crazy. So I got lasagna, which was good. What I really liked about it, a lot of times I'll get lasagna somewhere and just so filling and so just like I, I can't finish the meal. It's just too much and just so filling. And I'll maybe take some. Or if I do finish it, I'm just full and uncomfortable. But this was like a perfectly portioned lasagna dish. Uh, it was really good. I didn't feel like full, so I was, I was able to like get dessert, which I was super shocked at how good the cheesecake was. And, yeah, everything was good. And the cannoli was good. Um, my wife got the, I think, spaghetti with sausage, uh, which she liked. I think everybody liked their food. Yeah, I mean, we definitely, we definitely did. Uh, we got like three different things. I just wanted to try as much as possible. Like, I know Mindy got the lasagna, which I tried, then it was good. <laughs> we got the uh, the baked ravioli, which was also good. And then I also got the spaghetti and sausage because they, I guess they make the sausages themselves there. Oh, okay. so, I, so I definitely wanted to try that. This is like a house-made sausage, which was really good. And, I mean, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, they do was. have other stuff on the menu like that I do want to try, like chicken parmesan and stuff like that. Yeah, I was but, debating about getting that. But the thing was, it was like like you said, it's, it's just like none of it's over overdone. It's very, like, just simple, clean, classic Italian, like, not like – you know how some Americanized Italian can be like kind of like over the top of stuff. Yeah. M- maybe way too much cheese. You know, it's just like. Yeah. I don't know. It, it felt a little bit more authentic because if you like watch any TV shows or anything, I've never been to Italy, but if you just watch the way they cook there, it's definitely more simplistic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I, the, the, I mean, obviously the main thing going to any Italian place like they're. Their sauce has to be good, <clears throat> and I really did like their their tomato sauce was very good. So I mean the thing is, if you have a good tomato sauce, it's hard to it's hard to screw the rest up, you know. Yeah, that's that's kind of the foundation, and, and it was really good, man. I, I mean, like I said, we enjoyed all the pasta dishes for sure. I mean, the garlic bread was good. I mean, everything everything was good, man. Service was extremely friendly. Yeah. So I mean, you definitely felt you know welcome there. And it was just, uh, I guess, um, two brothers running it from what I, I gathered, right? That was those, you know, one one brother was in the kitchen cooking, the other one was serving and <clears throat> possibly the bar. Yeah, and, I, and the thing is, I don't, I don't know how often it's like that, or if that's just how it is right now. I mean, you never know because with the with the with the pandemic, we're still we're kind of on the tail end of it, but a lot of places are still having a hard time. It it, it could be one of two things. I mean, it's they could either be having a hard time hiring people or it may just not be in the cards right now. You know what yeah. I mean? So they might just be having to kind of hustle extra hard just because of the way things are right now, which is very yeah. commendable, though, because, I mean, he was taking care of pretty much everybody in that place. Yeah. And never really, I mean, he didn't come off as being, like, rushed or flustered or anything. He was just yeah. knocking it all out and... You know, which we're usually very easygoing people, and we understand the situation and stuff too. So we're we're very patient people for the most part. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, yeah, man. I mean, it's one of those things. Like, I kind of, I was, I don't know how to say this, but like, I guess I was like, man, I kind of hope it's not as good as everybody says it is, because then I'm gonna kind of feel bad for not for going so for waiting so long to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. I guess fortunately, like it actually was as good. Like it was good. It was just legitimately really good Italian food. And it's like definitely, I mean, it's definitely the best Italian food you're gonna find in that area. Yeah, 100%. for I mean, within within a significant amount of miles. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So if you live in like Madison or even Inglewood, Hendersonville, Goodlettsville, <coughs> I mean. Most of what you're going to find around those areas is going to be, like, either fast food Italian or chain Italian. Yeah. There's not a lot of, like, down-home, authentic Italian almost almost anywhere. Not that I can recall right off my right off the top of the – There really isn't. Like, in a, in a town that really does have a lot of uh, restaurants and, like, has a good food scene, there really isn't a ton of authentic Italian places in Nashville. No, I mean, I mean, if you go deeper into Nashville, I mean, you can find a few places, but most of it is like, most of it's pizza. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm kind of excluding like pizza. Like, I'm, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, as far as like yeah. pla- like pasta, like yeah, cafe cafe Nona is one of like the few that I can name that's not a chain that's like a legitimate Italian spot. Moto, would you consider Moto a? <sighs> That's more like high end, higher end, frou frou kind of Italian. But not, not. I guess like, it's I mean, not like te- family authentic no, style I mean, Italian. Yeah, I mean, technically, obviously, it's still Italian food, but it's not. I don't know. It it doesn't feel like like. I don't know, like. Kind of like, like no no frills Italian, like less pretentious yeah. style Italian, like almost like country Italian, like I don't know, down yeah. Italian. Um, I guess. Very yeah, very very few places like that. I mean, there have been a few, but I feel like a couple of them closed. I yeah. can't remember that one. There's that one downtown that was extremely popular, and it would always pop up like on those like the Food Network and stuff like that. It was like in like a tan colored building. I can't remember what the hell the place was called, but it ended up closing. I think, anyways. Yeah. And there was another one. Damn, what was that one called? We went we went to it a couple times actually. It was uh I feel like it was like off of West End somewhere and it's not Valentino's, it's a different one. Um, Angel? No, no, no. It was in like a like a not a stucco looking building, but kind of like a tan building. Yeah. It's off by itself. I'm not sure what you're talking yeah, about. But it was like years ago and I can't remember what it was called. But I even feel like that one's gone now. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, rent, rent, rent's moving on up. So a lot of those places, like, unless they were just, unless business was booming, you know, a lot of places just can't. Aren't well, they sell their place because it's worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. A lot. Who knows? There could be a number of reasons. I mean, obviously, I mean, there's, there is Italian food that we like in Nashville. Um, that's not super expensive. Yeah. But I'm talking like authentic or, just, just even just like non-chain, good non-chain Italian. But yeah. I mean, even if you don't go to downtown Nashville, like I said, if you're talking within like five, ten miles from Madison in a circle, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
it's not it's not anything right other than like pozzolis or like man yeah you know you know what i'm talking about like just, just <laughs> your normal like chain places carabas and shit yeah. like which places like that are decent in their own right carabas <laughs> like, is good but it's yeah. not a chain you know, you know what i'm saying it's like not... if you're looking for good italian and you're trying to get away from a chain like you kind of like i said like you're doing yourself a disservice by not trying some Rolados. Yeah. And that's what I, that's how I kind of feel like, man, I'm just kind of regret passing this place up so many times because it's like, yeah, same it was, here. It was legit good. It, it wasn't hard to get in. I mean, obviously there's people who go there all the time because it's good. That's the fun part. Um, you know, <laughs> after we posted about going there and stuff, the people that's commented on our social media talking about they've been there or they haven't been there in a while and they're going to go back because they, you know, seen us go there and. and oh yeah, and Mindy, Mindy posted something. She posted some pictures and stuff, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like ten or fifteen people already coming. Like, oh man, I need to go there. Or, man, I passed that place up. It's just like us, like, yeah, I've been here for years and passed that place up and never been in there. I want, and we, we need to go in there. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, like, anybody who's listening, like all fifteen, twenty of you, like, <laughs> if you're ever in the Nashville area, I would go to Smallos in a heartbeat. Yeah, especially I mean it's just like like I said the food is good but it's just a definitely like uh it's a unique experience like it's uh it's not like any other restaurant I've been to like it's just it's, I don't know the ambience ambiance is definitely is different for sure but worth I mean like I said yeah it was great <clears throat> yeah we'll we'll plan on going back soon and, and maybe we you know uh, for those who's listening maybe we set up something and say hey if you want to come hang out. Maybe we do a happy happy hour there. I don't know. We just have to talk to them, uh, like a live happy, not on streaming, but like a event where it's just us and friends, if it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, out there, so we'll definitely go out there soon again. Uh, so you uh had an interesting. So you left there and went to, I guess you would say a, a, a get together, a party, and said it was interesting. Yeah. So. Ashton was uh, staying the night at his grandpa's house because we had kind of already had plans like after Smaraldos we were going to go hang out with some neighbors um, I won't get too descriptive just in case you know, just you know for whatever but really cool people uh, Seth and Lindsay came with us I wish he would, if he was on if he was on here he'd be able to tell you some of this too but so <laughs> so first things first like I guess I can't say too much without kind of giving 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 out a much detail. Well, I'll just say this: like they said, there was going to be snacks. Okay. Uh huh. That was bullshit. <laughs> okay. Snacks was like that was like the most downplayed version of stack, snacks. Like just using the word snacks was the major downplay. Okay. So we walk in. All right. So you know, our our I feel like our island is a pretty decent size, right? Uh huh. <clears throat> So their island and the model that they have is is probably just as long as ours, but it's slightly yeah. deeper as far as like the actual usable counter space. All right, so now imagine the entire thing covered with charcuterie. <laughs> <clears throat> I shit you I mean, not. I'm talking about everything. Fucking cream puffs and cheese and olives and hummus and Dips inside of fucking bell peppers and ah oh fuck the stuffed jalapenos, meat sticks, honey, 
pate. <laughs> I mean, brownies. Uh, dude, just all kinds of shit. And we just walk in. And the thing is, like, Mindy knows a lot more of these people than I do. And, like, I'm, me and Seth stop, and we're just like, obviously, we just got done eating, like, 15 minutes ago. We're, like, stunned. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? What is going on here? He's like, are these your snacks? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> and then on another the another table, kind of where we're hanging out, is, like, we brought our own alcohol, but they had, like, Tons of alcohol out too, and they're like super cool about, yeah, you want to try try this, try that, blah blah blah. But man, I, like the whole time I'm hanging out by this platter with the jalapenos, so it was like stuffed jalapenos with like, <laughs> like probably I think it was like cream cheese and maybe like cheddar cheese, but then there was like a piece of bacon on all of them. I think I ate like six or seven of them. So what would you would have upgraded snacks to then? Orders? If, yes, no, I should have been like. Because, I mean, dude, the a entire... Of charcuterie? <laughs> yes. Dude, the entire <laughs> island was covered in butcher paper and food. <laughs> I'm like... I mean, I was I was thinking this was going to turn for the worse. Like, I thought no, you were saying... You I were thinking snacks it. and it's going to be like... I don't I was know, just a the whole candy time. bars. <laughs> I was like, dude, if I'd have known they would have they had this much damn food here, like, I probably wouldn't have ate as much. Because I basically ate almost like two entrees at Smeraldo's. Yeah. So, plus the bread and all that shit, but no, we powered through it. So they did it right, really. Yeah. So it was like <coughs> a good selection of of food and drinks. Yeah, it, it was a good time. I mean, well, by the time we got there, I mean, a couple people were already pretty, pretty shammered. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it was. And then people you knew or didn't know? Uh, a couple of people that I had met before, a couple of people I didn't. But um, yeah, there's some stuff I can't get into details about. I'll tell you about it later. But <laughs> um, let's just say it was it was very interesting. Conversations were very interesting. Um, really cool people though. I mean, I met some people I haven't met I have haven't met before. I mean, we ended up staying out pretty late, man. Like I think we ended up leaving after two o'clock. Oh, damn. Because we kind of just hung out. And, you know, Seth and Lindsay, I feel like they were there for a couple hours. And then we hung out. A couple other people left. And then, like, we play, ended up playing, like, Cards for Humanity for a couple hours. That always is an interesting game when you play with a bunch of people you don't know. Oh, hilarious. But, yeah, the, but, you know, with games like that, if you mix alcohol, like, it's funny yeah. how like how quickly like the truth comes out about a lot of stuff. Like you learn a lot about people while they're <laughs> while they're drunk and playing. Oh yeah. Cards Against Humanity. Cause somebody will pull a card and be like, "Yeah, I do that all the time." I'm like, oh okay. Wait, wait a second. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but you know, like I said, it was it was fun, man. But damn, like dude, I I should have just like said fuck it and took a picture. Cause I'm impressed by the. Quote unquote, yeah, snacks. Because the thing is, I made a spread for Christmas. I don't think I ever even posted it on Instagram or man, anything. And I was impressed. And I was like, I was like, man, that is a, a lot of stuff. I don't even know if I still even have a picture of it, but it was from like, from last Christmas. And, um, yeah, I was like, yeah, what I had. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
why don't you post stuff that you cook? You post other restaurant stuff, but you hardly ever post stuff that you cook. Am I well, right I or wrong? Really not really, no. I mean, I do every once in a while, but I haven't really, I haven't really cooked a lot of stuff in a long time. That's that's the main thing. But yeah, I, I had Fair pictures enough. of all the all the Christmas stuff from last year, but I don't think I even, I don't either, <laughs> I either didn't keep the picture. I don't know, but like, I had a pretty good spread of like. Meats and cheeses. I made like a pimento cheese ball. We had all these dips and I had man, all kind of shit. And that was just like one side of the island, like one like, <laughs> and it covered yeah. the whole thing. I'm, I was like, I was like, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was very happy with myself. <laughs> but then I walk in and see this shit. I'm like, man. And I told, I told you me, set like, your game up. Yeah, well, that's what I said. I was like, look, this shit right here sets the bar for like. Party snacks. So if anybody says, "Hey, I'm having a get together or slash party or whatever," and their island's not looking like that, yeah, I'm going to be disappointed. That's the new standard. Yeah. So absolutely. if you just have a bowl of Chex Mix, it's you're going to get dude. There's going to be complaints. I'm saying thoroughly. New standard is smorgasbord of charcuterie and everything else. I feel like I'm underselling it. Damn man. Like, I don't- I'm like trying to envision this in my head, and you're making it seem like it was the world's best um, spread of party food. It looked like know. some shit. Like, okay, so if you went to like, I don't even know, like a like a nicer like all you can eat like brunch place or something. Like that shit was just spread. Remember like Copper Kettle? Yeah, I could imagine like something like that being just oh, like man. spread out on a table at Copper Kettle. Like it was like, like I said, it was just like. It was crazy. Cover Kittle, by the way. RIP. Um, but I think yeah, they're that, that location anyways. I think there's I think they still have a location somewhere somewhere. Oh, okay. I feel like well their there's their brunch is like overwhelming. <laughs> oh yeah, but and it was it's like, like too damn much. But it was one of the best deals too you'd find. It was like what, sixteen bucks or something, all you could eat? Or something like that. I think it was a little bit more. Was than it that, more than that? Yeah, I think it was close 20? to thirty. Thirty? Yeah. Fuck, so it's still a good deal. It ain't terrible for no. You get it, to get your money's worth. You you gotta. You need to have a. I'm not a big eater in the morning, so. Oh, that's just my time to shine. I think. Yeah, so if you're if you're a big eater for breakfast <laughs> or brunch, then that's the way to go. Yeah. Because they have everything. everything. Not a lot of places like that. Everything. That have a. Uh, that much quality for the price. Yeah. But I will say that brunch at, uh, whatchamacallit that we went to was, re- it was a really good value too. What the fuck is that called? We did for, for, the one we did for Easter. Whatever. I can't think of the name. Cinema. Cinema. Shit. Oh, uh, the one that we, we, <laughs> we didn't come because we forgot it was the date. We thought we had our dates mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. I wish we did because I've always heard good things about cinema. Well, the thing is that used to, it used to be a all-you-could-eat buffet with the same stuff, but now, I mean, because of the pandemic, they're just serving it, yeah, and bringing it to you, which is which is nice. Which you know, I, I don't mind getting it myself, but was also a really good value. But but yeah, I'm just saying like it was nice enough to where I could I could see somebody like paying for it. Yeah. So. Well done, neighbors. <laughs> yeah. 
Next time they have a party, I'm going. Yeah. Anytime they have a party, I'm going. Yeah, we'll try to come next time. Even if they just have those little jalapeno poppers. <laughs> just send me, send me a little plate off to the side. Were they homemade? Yes. Oh, damn. That's what I'm saying. Like, everything was. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so, um, segueing into our a couple of our next things. Uh, Loki finale was yesterday. And... This is the first time I think that we've all seen the recent episode on yep. going into the podcast, which is great because we're going to review five and episode six. Um, so uh, just to start with episode five, uh, probably to me, it was probably my favorite episodes outside of episode one. And I liked <laughs> episode one so much because it was just so unique and different. Yeah. You didn't know what to expect. You didn't know what they were getting getting into. So, uh, and just the whole scene with him just going through the getting processed through the TVA was just comical because he was still his, I guess, old self. Um, and then fast forwarding to episode five, it's almost like a total different Loki. He's very, uh, I guess, you know, almost turned from a somewhat villain to. A little at, bit of a hero, and at least, at, le- at the very least, an anti-hero. Yeah, exactly. It, and it's he's, hard to say. Well, that's the thing. I guess without getting into, without jumping in episode six. Yeah, it's hard to say. <coughs> you still like, get your skepticism about it. It's hard to say how much. Like, like the thing is, like, I trust that a lot of his feelings and the way he, his actions might have changed, but it will any of it stick? Yeah, that's. That's the real question. But. I feel like what's changed so much is I think he's genuinely confused and trying to figure this out. Like, it's bothering him that he can't figure out what the hell is going on. Well, at, at the very least, I, I like I think the, like one of the big things is, like, the very the, the couple things I could say about his character is, like, genuine regret because yeah. he actually – he had the, the, the luxury of actually seeing the cause and effect – of the future, yeah. the future that he doesn't know anything about yet. Yeah. So, so I think there's genuine regret, and I think there's and genuine he, feelings that he has for Sylvie. It seems. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then he definitely wants. I feel like he wants to do better, but I think he still feels like he is who he is, and he's always. And he, uh, I, he, I guess he's just. It is always going to have that 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 feeling of being untrustworthy, yeah, for, for one reason or another. But and but speaking of that, I mean, like the whole just the fact that they ended up at basically the edge of time with all these other all these other Loki's and all these other basically other variants, like yeah, really kind of proved. And I guess that was one of the things that I was thinking about at the very beginning was like. The whole like one true timeline versus the multiverse. I mean, the fact yeah. that all of these Lokis still existed meant, at the very least, that there were multiple timelines existing at once. Whether they were under, you know, obviously we learned that they were being kept in check, but that the multiverse was, it was technically funny. technically a thing. Yeah. But it was just not. It was just not 
out of control or it wasn't like yeah they, they weren't all these timelines coexisting together they were starting and basically being stopped and then it's totally, instantaneously and, and it's totally explained in detail in episode six right but it, i mean but episode five was interesting man. episode was like, five was really good yeah getting to see all the different loki's and their personalities and like alligators you know oh yeah alligator <laughs> <Loki's> hilarious <laughs> oh god when it when it you know i don't they props to them for getting the most emotion out of an alligator that you could ever yeah. <laughs> and was, the fight scene with the alligator was amazing. to me it's just it's just funny like watching the alligator like follow them around and you're like and yeah. everybody's like that's a loki you know yeah hopefully there'll be some more backstory in the future to find to see how the hell that happened but yeah <laughs> but yeah just the random the random variants were very interesting the, I, I felt like the, the old Loki was yeah. one of the more interesting characters because basically he didn't die. Like Thanos thought that's like him. Essentially, in his timeline, Thanos yeah. was supposed to kill him, but he didn't, and he just hid out. Yeah. And was and and everybody thought he was dead, but he wasn't. So it was, it was kind of cool to see one like that a Loki was able to avoid that, but then also obviously he was very. His power of illusion was extremely strong. Yeah, for sure. So you really got a chance to see, like, all right, so this is what – I think if in two, like, the, the Loki of, like, I guess I'll say our time, got to yeah. see, like, damn, like, this is how powerful I could become one day. Right. <clears throat> so there's, I think there's a lot of revelations, but it was very interesting. But, it, like, up until that point, like, for the longest time, like, throughout the whole show, I'm like – the, the, I feel like one of the better things about it is like I'm trying, you know, obviously I'm trying to guess and trying to figure out. I don't like reading stuff, and I'm just like the whole time I'm like, I look, and Minnie doesn't like me even talking during the shows because I'm trying to figure <laughs> stuff out. But I kept looking at her, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I was like the the puff the magic dragon thing that was running around eating everything. I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, like <clears throat> I heard the name. They'll say yeah. that oh this is such. I'm like never heard of it. Was it Eliath? Something like that. I'm like, I don't know what that is. The well, whole it was, time. It was a little bit explained in episode six. Oh, no, no, I know. But I'm, I'm still in episode five. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. at the time, I have no idea what any of that even means. Like, none of it rang a bell for me. Yeah. And even trying to, like, as they're showing, like, stuff that's been decayed, you know, you're looking oh, for, like. so many Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, unless you, like, watch some kind of show or, or something to, to point them all out, like. None of it really, none of it really meant anything to me. Like after after the after the series was over, like last night, I was going back and looking because I still didn't really get a lot of stuff. But then yeah, after I after I started watching some of the the like um, basically the little little pages and stuff that explain Easter eggs and stuff. Yeah, and that's what I do too. I didn't. I, I don't. I don't ever watch them. I don't ever watch them during. I didn't watch them until after the series was over. <clears throat> oh, okay. Because I, I don't want anything that's gonna like give away the ending of it or any of that. Yeah. <laughs> but but the big thing, like episode five, I was really hyped after episode five because it's like, all right, cool. There is something else. Yeah. There is something behind the TVA, which obviously we knew because we found out it was robots and stuff. But it's like still, it's like. So you see this like castle behind the mist or whatever, and it's like still at that point I'm like, all right, 
It's a castle. In some space after the end of time. Yeah. Any of that ringing, like at that point, no, that's ringing a bell to me. I'm like, the only villain that I know of that that was in a castle was Doctor Doom. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> which would have been hilarious if that was who it was. Right. So I kind of just spit that out. I'm like, well, I was like, fuck, I don't know. Doctor Doom's the only one I know that has a castle, but it was not at the end of time. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Doctor Doom was not. That would have been a hell of a way to get to <clears throat> introduce Fantastic Four. <laughs> it would, but it wouldn't make any sense. You know what It mean? wouldn't, no, like, not at all. Time travel or anything, so I'm like, eh, hell, I don't know. Well, for me, um. <clears throat> so I spent the whole time, like, the whole week, I'm like pumped. I'm like, man. Oh, yeah. I'm watching the finale on the day it is, because I want to know what, <clears throat> one, what's going on, and like, who is in this castle? Yeah, I had my speculations just like the more I read things. But, uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, if you – this is the thing. So when I went back after the show was over and started reading, like, some of the stuff that they pointed out from, like, the other episodes and stuff like that, it was very clear. If you read anything after the after the shows that pointed out the Easter eggs, people probably would have had a very good idea on who it was. Yeah. And it's so funny, like, the whole time we're watching it, <clears throat> I had mentioned, like, a couple, it was probably, like, three or four episodes in, I said something to Mindy, I'm like, I don't know, like, once we, especially once we found out the TVA was fake, I even said, like, I don't know of anybody who it could be, I was like, the only time-traveling villain that I ever knew of was Kang, mm-hmm. right? But I was like... I don't I don't know anything about him really. I remember seeing him in comic books. I know what he looks like, yeah. but I didn't know like a lot of his backstory. And it's kind of to me, it's more of an obscure character. Yeah. At least in was, my mind. At least yeah, in my mind. You know what I'm saying? Me, and this but, is just <laughs> how further we're getting into the Marvel universe. But he but, does make sense for what is happening. Oh no, of course, but I mean that's the thing. Like if you read, like like I started reading all like the Easter eggs from the other episodes and stuff. And if anybody read any episodes, probably starting from like the second or third episode, I mean it, there's some very yeah. clear cut hints, especially episode five. Like there's a ton of oh, hints, yeah. and I'm like, oh shit. Well, they're they're basically laying it out. So <clears throat> I'm really glad. Yeah. I'm glad that I didn't I didn't look at any of that stuff. Because the whole this is the thing, I spent the whole episode, episode six, because basically it's them conversing with Kang, right? Yeah. Or a one of not one of not them. necessarily Kang. He who but is what did it say? He, he who, who is he who remains. Yeah. Which, that was. I I started after I started reading it. It's actually one it, of makes the a lot, it makes a lot more sense after after the fact. But, yeah. I spent the entire time, like I said, four or five episodes ago, or not not that long ago, a couple of episodes ago, I, I mentioned something to Mindy about Kane. We watched this almost the entire episode, right? Yeah. I still didn't know that that's who that was. Yeah. Because he never really said, he had the one line where he said, I, I was known as this, I was known as that. And he did say I was known as the Conqueror or something like that. Yeah, that was when just, I was like, okay, it's 100%. But then I'm just like, even, even up to then, I'm like, he doesn't look like what I would picture Kang looking like. He looks too normal. He's not yeah. 
blue. He yeah. doesn't have a weird helmet or the head gear or anything. I'm like, right. Marvel's always been pretty good about maybe not always having like a hundred percent accurate costumes, but very good versions of them or very good, like yeah. movie versions of them. <clears throat> and it just really wasn't, I, well, I just, I didn't know that that was him until like basically the very end. And I still was like, at the end, I'm like, I even, I still like at the, even once it was over, I'm like, I, nothing, nothing, it's, I guess when, even when he said those lines, I still, it didn't register to me because I'm like, it doesn't look like him. So I'm like, it has to be somebody else. I'm like, who is this? So until I actually like started, like I read some of the Easter eggs and I'm like, okay, so that is, it is him, but it's not. So it's right. Cause he's dead now. He's, he's basically. He was basically the one that was at the castle was the the first version of himself or potentially. Well, I think he he's was a the low, no, he's the, the he is he you know he's himself. the he's the first version because they said he's the version from twenty thirty one or something like that. He's the one who who and who found the found the way to, to to time travel. Yeah, and meet up with his other selves. Yeah. And I guess they all started coming up with the same idea around the same time. But I guess he was the first one to make contact with another version of himself in another universe. Right. And then they all started doing it. each other. Yeah. But they all they all started. Obviously, they started off friendly and this and that. So the more I read about it, I can't remember the guy's name, like his actual like human name. <coughs> but King. Oh, yeah, he has an actual. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. <clears throat> but that's basically who that is. It's just like, hey, this is the first version. He's yeah. lived the longest out of all of them, and he actually does have a name in the comic books because all the different versions of Kang aren't called Kang. It's the same. Right. Yeah. They have the same human name, but they all end up being different characters somewhat. Right. Um, but. One person pointed out on one website this character which I've seen before but also didn't know really anything about a character called Immortus, which looks more human. Yeah. And wears a robe. And once I looked at the comic book version of Immortus and looked at the co- the costume that he was wearing, it looked very much like I think modern, Immortus modern. was mentioned at some point in the last episode. I don't I, think it was by him. I think it might have been by... I don't think I heard anybody mention it. I'll have to go back and look. But I didn't... Like I said, the character, when I looked like at like pictures of him, I looked up the name, and I started looking at the wiki and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, I've seen that character before. Didn't know who the hell he was. Had absolutely no idea that that is a version of Kang. Yeah. Because like I said, he looks very human-like, but he wears like a headdress almost kind of thing. Obviously... The character in Loki did not, but his his costume, yeah. like neck down, looked like a modern version of that, and basically did the same thing that this version of Kang did was he basically has he has stuff to do with the TVA, which I didn't even know that was a thing in the comic books, but he spent his time like pruning the timelines to keep the timelines in check. Yeah. So. 
basically what we saw in Loki was a spinoff. They didn't name him. They didn't say they didn't say he was a Mortis directly, but basically the version that we saw was like quote unquote like the Immortus version. And he wasn't uh, labeled in the credits either. No, they never said. Like that's the thing. So they that's were, why it's so intri- intriguing. Right. Because you you know well and the thing is is if you know King the Conqueror has many names and this like we've been saying is a version of him and um this seems to be the like you said the the uh the uh version of him that's the scientist the smart like not as find, not as not as bad as a villain I find this guy's name okay. So there's not – there is only one – okay, so there's one Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. There's multiple versions of the person named Nathaniel Richards is yeah. the guy. So the different versions of that person end up being like – like I'm just looking at the wiki right now. There's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different – Right. Almost like eight different versions of himself, all with different names. Yeah. Kang the Conqueror being one, and that's obviously the most prominent. That's the one that that's most super, people super that would recognize. Yeah. So it's cool that they they took the whole they took this character that has multiple versions of himself, and now it's hard to say like how we're going to see it play out, but. It's the, basically the original version of himself was simply he laid out the plan to get them to show up where he's at simply because he didn't want to do it anymore. Right. He spent his entire time pruning <clears throat> these timelines basically to keep himself in control, his other selves in control. Yep. Because some of them were so violent and power hungry and. Right. Basically warmongers like that he had to do it to protect the timeline. He took all the multi timelines, pruned them into one and spent, I guess, eons like. Yeah, there's no telling how long. Uh, (coughs) Yeah. So basically spent uh, yeah an unmeasurable amount of time pruning it and realized that he didn't want to do it and he really couldn't do it on his own anymore. So I guess the crazy thing is, like, he was like a master of time up to a certain point and knew what was going to go on. But I guess once they passed some point in time, I guess once the timeline started branching, he didn't know what was going to happen at that point. So I guess he might have been running under the assumption that either A, they would have took the opportunity to go to a timeline of their choice with the res- with the end results of their choice, you know what yeah. I mean? Like Loki being powerful and uh, what's her name again? Sylvie. Sylvie just being happy, basically. Or they would rule the timeline together, basically, and take his job from him. Well, then and we're skipping one part that that's really important is he tells both of them that those two characters, they're those two versions of Loki, is the perfect who he thought was the perfect fit to take over. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. He Everything that happened up to that point was basically on purpose to get them to where they were at. Yeah, it was almost like he was... Uh, he set it up. Yeah, like he was trying... or That or he spent so 
long of time to find the form the right formula, and they finally found them with with Loki and Sylvie. Yeah, but I mean that's what I'm saying. Once he found them, he set up events to get them there. Like he said exactly yeah. that. He, he yeah, and then intended for them to show up there. And then it was it was interesting that at that certain point he was like, I pretty much know everything up until, and then that that point happened, and he's like, now this is like this is happening in real time right now. Yeah, because I guess it's just you know once the timelines started branching off like that. You know, that's not how things were. Now everything's starting to change. The thing is, like, the whole time, it's like, I didn't expect them, one, to kill him or to even be able to kill him. It feels like, obviously, I mean, toward at the end of the episode, obviously, it kind of kind of alludes as much. But it's like, it felt like he wanted them to kill him. Even though I'm sure he could have done it himself if he wanted to, but it's like it almost seemed like he wanted to die because right. he wasn't sad about it. And he even said, you know, something along the lines of a "see you later" or "see you soon" or something like that. Well, he he basically was like, he, he knows that a version of him is going to reappear at some point. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. He even told him. He told him as much. Like, look, if y'all kill me, something far worse right is going to show up on your doorstep. Like, you probably just want to do this. Which, oddly enough, like the the Loki that we know was very level-headed and was like, hey, maybe we should think about this. This guy seems creepy, but he at least wasn't like, yeah, he's killed a bunch of people in different timelines to keep things in check. You know, because to him, the ends justify the means. Yeah. <clears throat> he didn't see anything wrong with it. I mean, obviously, you know, they did because there's they look at all the timelines as real people in real timelines. He looked at all the other timelines as basically just like collateral damage yeah. to keep the one timeline straight. So to see the main Loki like get – well, I guess we call him the main Loki, but our Loki get like – not necessarily – I guess you could call it betrayed, but not really. Like um, she, she sent him back to the TVA because she didn't – I guess either A, she didn't trust him as much as she thought she could, but then obviously they had differing opinions. Yeah, because she's on she's been clearly on a mission to do one thing and well, she feels that she's But she's I been wanting to free the timelines the entire time. Like Yeah. Because she was she felt like she was robbed of her entire life, basically. Yeah. She wanted it back. She wanted revenge. She wanted she didn't want it to happen to anybody else. She just wanted the timelines to be free. Like she saw no problem with that. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think I yeah. O- overall, that probably was her main goal. But for a small second there, you might have thought that maybe she was gonna kind of swing towards Loki's way, but then ended it yeah. up. Yeah. I feel like in that moment where she kissed him and then sent him away, I feel like. She is trying to fight her feelings towards him, maybe, yeah. and decided that she has stuff that she needs to do. She can't be distracted by this. Yeah, I, yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I don't think that it wasn't genuine, but I also think that she used the moment to get rid of him because I think that she didn't want – I think she was going to do what she was going to do regardless, but she did not want to have to kill him to do it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like she probably felt like, hey, if I'm going to do this, I either have to get rid of him right now, I have to send him away, or I'm going to have to do it through him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she ended up slightly deceiving him, basically, yeah. just to save his life, I guess, in her mind. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm going to kill. He, she's like, I'm going to kill this guy one way or the other, but, but I don't want to kill him. Yeah, but he got sent to a different version of the TVA that didn't even know who he was when. Right. He, well, that's the thing because so he gets sent away while the timelines are already expanding. in the process yeah. of branching, and then she kills Kang. You know what I mean? So who yeah. knows what that changes? And then he gets to the TVA. Nobody knows who he is. They don't think he's. They don't know he's a variant or whatever. They just they think he works there. Yeah. The timekeepers are replaced with a huge statue of him. Yeah. Of Immortus or the one who persists, whatever, whoever yeah. you want to call him. Who right? remains? The one who yeah, he who remains like. And then. So. Uh, side note. Uh, Mobius, right? Yeah. Um, it was interesting to see because it's done kind of got to where it's only like two stories at the end. The seeing him going through it with there's obviously some conflict with the uh, the lady that's I forgot her name uh, oh, yeah. that's running and and I think she knows but she's conflicted somehow and maybe it's because of him. Well, that's the thing. So it's like that. That's that's one of the that's, that's another loose end that they just kind of left out there. It's like yeah. she wanted to get information on how the TVA was formed and everything, but she did not get the information that she wanted. Yeah. But she did get information that Kang or whatever wanted her to see. Yeah. We don't know what that information was. And then she disappears. She disappears, and we don't know where she went. Right. I thought she was going to show up at that castle or whatever. She didn't. Yeah. So it's like, where the hell did she go? And what does she know now? Yeah. Who knows? So it's like... And then also... That's a major major loose end there. Yeah, and then, of course, with with Mobius is now... What's going on with him? The one that we watched the whole season. Well, that's that's the thing. There's there's two... So that's another loose end. There's two possibilities with that, though. Like... So Loki gets kicked to a timeline, yeah. to the TVA, and it's like the TVA is supposed to persist outside of time, basically. Yeah. So the fact that Mobius and all them don't know who he is leads me to believe less that he's in some other universe. But since he went back to the TVA and more, oh, yeah, that so that there's something n- happening with not just with one the- TVA. I, I don't know. I feel like the TVA is supposed to exist outside of yeah. time. So the, I, I feel like there is only one TVA. I do I do feel that. I don't think that there's a TVA that exists within multiple timelines. You oh, think they, so you're thinking that he sent him in a different time at the TVA. No. No. Or, I mean, it's possible that he could have went further back or further. I don't know. But I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think that... Maybe with them killing Kang or with the timelines branching, something happened. Oh, that's what you're saying, yeah. Something happened to manipulate events within the TVA itself. Yeah. So where he went back to the same TVA, the same time and everything, but just events changed. Yeah. 
and who who knows what they were who knows like what the cause and effect was of what they did or them being there yeah uh because i mean obviously like the thing is with the tva basically being shut down for however long they were and all these timelines branching that means that there's nobody nobody's out there pruning the timeline so who knows what what got changed yeah and we also forget that um um I forgot the security guard or the TVA guard, uh, the lady that was freed, and then she went back to find the director in her timeline or her real self, and she's, like, teaching at some high school in Ohio. Yeah. And showed other TVA members. <coughs> so that's another thing that Cause, is I mean, going on there. <clears throat> the thing is, like, if you look at it, like, so the main, the main, the, the main guy, like, Nobody knew, nobody saw him, nobody, he didn't have a face. He hid behind a facade. Yeah. So he dies, right? Yep. And that means that there's nobody in control of the TVA, nobody's pruning the timeline. So immediately, that means that there's nobody controlling what the other Kangs are doing. Right. So what would stop one of the other Kangs from going back into the past to the TVA and taking over? Yeah. Since the main one is gone. Which is, way, probably, which is probably something that might have happened, which is why all the statues changed. Yeah. Because I really do feel like, I mean, if, if I'm paying attention to it right, that the TVA, I don't even know where it exists, where it's actually at. But yeah. it's in some pocket of time or it's outside of time because the people that are there have been there forever. They don't age. You know what I mean? Yeah. Time is basically non-existent at the TVA. They spend their lives basically going to all these different branched off timelines and stopping them before they can, you know, basically, or all these events. Like, they just go to all these different times and they stop it. But I don't think time actually passes at the TVA. Yeah. So that's, I guess, in my head, I'm like, I don't, I think, like, there's, here's the timeline and here's the TVA off to the side. Yeah. Like, you can change the events that happen at the TVA, but I think there's only one of them. I don't think yeah. there's multiple TVAs across the timelines, if I'm paying attention to the show right. But, and then, uh, just a, a side note, there was something that when uh, Kane, the, con- the Kane's character was coming up, I did have to go and, like, refresh my memory of him. And um, basically... Uh, thing that stood out to me is his intellect level is like of the same as Tony Stark, so he's a very smart scientific person. Oh yeah, I mean the dude was um, the, dude, the dude was able to actually yeah he was essentially to essentially in, in twenty thirty one he was able to invent like a, some machine or some technology to travel to other other alternate universes. Yeah. So yeah, the dude was a dude was brilliant, but not only was he brilliant, he met up with other brilliant versions of himself. Right. To brainstorm. Yeah. So And then um I was expecting a little bit of a some kind of scene uh you know in the in the credits. Oh, yeah, just me si- too. simply like, uh <laughs> simply just saying season 2, which is they haven't done a season 2 for any of the any of the shows yet. Yeah. So this is definitely something 
that's uh, going to continue, and uh, I guess we'll know of a date soon. Of and when I'll say that that, that that's, come pretty, that's pretty cool on its own. Like, yeah. I like that's the thing. So I really did enjoy the series. It was interesting. I can legitimately say the entire time I'm trying to guess these different possibilities. I really didn't nail anything. I couldn't figure any of it out for the most part on my own. Like I said, I had mentioned Kang at one yeah. point only because he was the only – I didn't know anything about him other than, other than he time-traveled. Yeah. But like I said, to the naked eye, just watching all the episodes – it's hard to figure no, out. No, yeah, I say that's what I'm saying. Like I had mentioned, I simply mentioned his name once, but nothing that I watched in the show pointed towards him because, like I said, I didn't know, I didn't know he had a castle, and I didn't know he had multiple versions of it. Like I didn't know any of that. Yeah. Either because yeah. I, I, I guess I didn't read like Avengers comic books. I read some, but like he was like an Avenger villain. Yeah. And I just, especially back in the day, like I didn't read a lot of like straight-up Avenger comics. So that, I just wasn't that familiar with them. And even, like I said, even to, even to the very end, I wasn't convinced. I'm like, he doesn't look like anybody that I recognize. I must be missing something. You know what I mean? The whole time. Like, I just and another thing, since you mentioned Avengers, it makes you wonder, okay, maybe there's going to be a new Avengers movie at some point. I, I mean, I, I would imagine, because I, I'm, I'm thinking they're probably just going to make a new team at some point. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be they're introducing the Avengers, all these new characters. Yeah, these the Avengers team has <laughs> definitely changed over the years in comics, so it's it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a shock to people that are oh, comic yeah, fans that there's going to be a new Avengers team. I mean, there's, there's there'll tons. be some people in there like Spider Man and others that are still alive, but yeah, but I mean, think about all the characters that you have out there, and they're, and all they're doing is adding more. But I mean, you yeah. got who knows? I mean, you got Loki. I doubt I don't know if he'd ever be an Avenger, but I mean, but you've got we know that She Hulk is going to be coming around. Uh, and Thor's still still there. By the way, did still, you see still the, uh, the uh, Frog Thor? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> but then, like, so many. But then you got like Kid Loki, which I don't know if they're ever going to expand on that character, but that is a possibility. You got yeah. um, Tony Stark's wife. Yeah. Was a character in the comic books. I can't remember Guardian or something like that in like the armored suit. Yeah. I mean, you still got War Machine. Yeah. And, I mean, there's, there's other you characters. You still got Bucky and... And, uh, and Captain and America. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, so, like, yeah, other, I mean, there's other the, characters... They, never, they, still haven't, uh, they still haven't... Like, Nova, I feel like, is still a character that they'll probably um, introduce at some point. Maybe through Guardians of the Galaxy, because Adam Warlock is still a character that they've not... Introduced, yes. which um, was kind of a tease in a way. I feel. Uh, oh, it de- no, it definitely 100% was at the end of. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy two. 2. But nothing ever came of it yet. Yeah. So we'll see. But we still got. Yeah, and and also it was mentioned that um, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp is. I mean, that movie's coming out soon too. And, and yeah, and that, that'll be. Doctor I mean, strange. that's. Which may tie into what's going on with this series of Loki. It almost has to, but it's it's like we don't know when the next Loki uh, season is going to come out. But, I mean, that's yeah. the thing. You've got Doctor Strange is coming out next year, next early month. Next, yeah, early next year, yeah. And that is very obviously going to have to do – It's. It, I mean, that's one of the things that, that 
that that threw it all for me immediately is like, okay, well, Doctor Strange, the movie is called The Multiverse of Madness. Yep. So it's like that's why when this episode, when this series came out, and we learned it was time travel, it was like, all right, either there are multiple timelines already, and they're trying to hide it, or something that they do in the episode or in the series is going to cause yep. that chain of events. So it ended it ended up being that, you know, yeah. it was just nobody kind of knew until the very end because we actually got to see it firsthand, which was actually pretty cool. Um, but that's the thing. You don't know how long these these characters are going to persist because, you know, at least we might actually see the true like Kang the Conqueror version yeah. of that person in the Multiverse of Madness, maybe. Maybe yeah. in maybe in the new Ant Man, like, because that's gonna probably have to do with like the quantum realm and stuff like that. And that's the thing, like, does the TVA exist in the quantum realm? Like, that's the like where yeah. no, where the hell is it? If it yeah. exists outside of time, then where the well, hell? Well, that's is what it? Um, the Ant Man and uh, Wasp new movie is gonna be called is Quantumanium. Yeah, so, so it's that's gonna, be... gonna have to do with that. I imagine. <laughs> If it's going to be, if it has to do with the quantum realm, which has to do with obviously there's time travel and all that involved, it has to all be tied together somehow. Yeah. So I, I'll say this. I really enjoyed the series, but it was a series put in place simply to drop more shoelaces. It didn't yeah. tie anything up at all. No, not at all. Nothing. It left you not knowing Anything but it did drive that there's a season two coming. So oh, absolutely. But it only left you knowing that hey, there's going to be a uh, there's going to be a lot of series of events that are going to happen because of what happened here. Yeah. And you know that there was somebody behind the TVA, which yeah. I still, I mean, I would say 99% of the people or more that watched that episode through the very end was like, just like me, like who the hell is this and had to look it up to see who this character is supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, was I was thinking it was him probably at the end of episode four. And then I usually will go and read like a recap for that episode and look at the Easter eggs and then I'll watch it again. That's the and thing. So, like I said, when I started watching the recaps, yeah. when I started reading the recaps after the series was over to find out like little details, it was very obvious within like episode three or four. Yeah. But like I said, mo- like – like I said, 99% of the people wouldn't be wouldn't even be able to pick up on any of that stuff without reading about it. Yeah. Because it's so obscure. Yeah. Like you had to be like just a diehard like Marvel fan to to know or like still reading comic books to this day to know any, yeah. anything about that stuff. So I'm just like, so to me that was a good part of the series is I'm just clueless the whole time. Yeah. Which, I mean, WandaVision was the same. I had theories and stuff like that, but like. If Wanda had, had a little bit more closure, <laughs> even though it it, did. it still left a lot of stuff open ended, but it didn't seem like it left it left like maybe two two three stories open ended, where Loki's like it feels like a thousand. <laughs> well, the cool thing is, it's like it's funny how with WandaVision, there's all these different Easter eggs that led people down all these different paths. Yeah, none of that shit was true. Yeah, but then. I start like I said when I went back and started looking at the the Easter eggs and stuff from the other episodes. It's like their Easter egg, the Easter eggs for 
this series yeah. did end up being exactly what. Yeah, for sure. What you thought, what, what people would have thought it'd be by doing research on the Easter eggs. Yeah. So, so that, uh, that was an interesting kind of change of pace. But yeah. So uh, we'll wrap up on uh, the uh, episode or season one of Loki and uh, very intrigued to see what happens next. And that's what I think this whole series has done for me the entire time. It's just like ready to see what's next, ready to see what's next, trying to figure this out. But yeah. but it's clear that they're not doing that in this. They're they're setting no. up so many things. It's all for setting stuff up, which which is perfect is, for them to have little series like this. It is with it, a blockbuster movie. But here's the good and the bad of it. For us, the people that have Disney Plus, it's great. Yeah. yeah. But for the people that don't, oh, you're like, missing out. So at what point are you ever going to figure out? Like, it, okay, so say I don't know when. Doctor Strange comes out or another movie comes out that has something to do with any of these events. Like, sure, I don't know how I don't know how they're going to like recap that stuff. They should or, they're just gonna be like, you need to get Disney Plus. Yeah, and I guess I guess that's part of it. They're like, it's hey, a marketing you, thing. I guess if you really want to know what's going on in the Marvel universe, like you're gonna need to watch these shows. Yeah. Like, like I said, I don't care. I'm gonna have it. Yeah, exactly. But you know. I don't know, but this is going to be a good year for Marvel, and so is next. Like, we're going to get, like, four movies this year, four movies next year, I think. Yeah. And then different series in between. So I'm just excited for anything that's coming out next. I, I just enjoy the nonstop of it because there's so much they, you know, for so long they didn't do anything with Marvel. Yeah. Like you would see X-Men movies come out that were terrible. Uh, and it even took, a lot, it took too long for them to actually make a blockbuster movie of any of these characters and now that they got the right people in charge and Kevin Feige is amazing all the directors that they've incorporated are great and they just do everything right and it's just exciting to see the endless amount of possibilities that could and you're still having like we've gotten through some of the Avengers and obviously some of the bigger characters in the Marvel Universe are gone now supposedly um or like a Iron Man and Captain America, but uh, you know we haven't even got to even bigger like like X Men. We haven't got to Fantastic Four. We haven't got to you know a lot of big characters. Which and, and then also like there's, there's yeah there's a lot of possibilities. I mean and you have Eternals still coming forward, which yep. is going to be a whole. And then you know the thing that's going on with Nick Fury that and Captain uh, Captain Marvel. There's so much. Yeah, and then and Deadpool. Deadpool is officially going to be a part of the MCU at some point. Good. But now they're going to have to figure out how they're going to do Cable because the same guy that played Cable played Thanos. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they're even. I don't know how they're going to do it. But they actually. I don't know if you saw it, but like Ryan Reynolds has a new movie coming out. And it's not a it's not a Marvel movie, but it's like he's basically playing a guy that's like in a video game. Huh. It looks like somewhat interesting, but there's a video review of it, and it's Deadpool and Korg huh. are doing like this YouTube like uh, review of the trailer of that Ryan Reynolds movie. That's interesting. So that that was kind of the thing that kind of like proved like okay, so he's gonna be. And he even like obviously Deadpool's a very like tongue in cheek character, and he says a lot of yeah. smart ass stuff. And he's even talking about like, man, how do I get into the MCU and all this stuff? Like, 
So it's yeah. I always suggest watching it. It was pretty funny. I'll, I'll, um, I will later. Yeah. But just to have a current MCU character and someone who just kind of like and he even talks about like the Disney acquisition and makes fun of like the Disney Plus stuff and all that. Like, <laughs> so it's, it's it's funny, but I'm yeah, sure I mean, they'll do something with Deadpool at some point. I just don't know what. But this is the thing. Like those... they, <laughs> but they confirm. Like this is the thing with Deadpool and X Men and even like um, Daredevil, Punisher, I was just Jessica Jones, all yeah. that stuff. They said that any of the, any of the series and all that stuff that came out prior to Disney Plus is not Marvel canon. So none of that stuff counts towards the current Marvel universe. Yeah, I know that's what someone I was about to mention is like you still have all those characters that are freshly introduced through the Netflix series, but but, they, but, that, but they, it's like it's like they never happened now. Yeah, so in which is fine because they didn't really. They, didn't they never were. Much. They weren't included in the movies or anything. Anyways, yeah. the series referenced things that happened in the movies, but not vice versa. Yeah. So they do have the opportunity of reintroducing those characters. Yeah. In some way. Yeah. Maybe with the same actors, maybe not. But well, doing that with Spider-Man, so it'd be good. Well, at least for me, I think the person they got for Daredevil and Punisher were perfect. Well, the only reason now, the only reason why they're introducing old actors for Spider-Man is because of the multiverse stuff. Because Spider-Man, the next Spider-Man movie is also supposed to have some kind of weird multiverse shit going on. Oh, okay. So I think that's why we're probably going to end up seeing like Electro was multiple 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 versions of Spider-Man, multiple versions of other villains from the other timelines. Or other universe. It's going to be weird, but I think the effects of this whole timeline branching thing is going to be very apparent in multiple movies and stuff like that. So yeah. it, man, it's, it's going to be an interesting couple of years, I guess, to see yeah. how they're going to play on all this stuff. What's also interesting is NBA playoffs or NBA finals. Uh, series is tied now with, with the Bucks and Suns. It was an incredible game, what, last night or night before yeah. last? Yeah. And uh, I, a lot of people thought the Suns were going to just dominate this series and win it in four, uh, as a winning four guy would probably uh, hope. But now it's tied. Now it's anybody's series. So It's a, it's a new series now. Yeah. It's out of three. But, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, it's just – the game plan changed. I mean, you know, the first couple games they were trying to run the offense, almost almost let Giannis kind of facilitate the offense. Yeah. And he probably was handling the ball a lot too, uh, way too much. Yeah. But the thing is, like, the dude in the in the paint is very dominant. And they really don't have anybody that can really stop him, especially if they got him and Brook Lopez. Within the same vicinity, yeah, that's a lot of size. It is, but Giannis has been doing a really good job of drawing attention and kicking the ball out to other to other players. Uh, especially like Middleton has stepped up. Like the first couple games weren't that great for him, but these last two games, man, he's been, you know, one A, two A. I don't know what you want to call it, but he's probably been just as just as critical. 
uh, yeah. as Giannis. Yeah. Even though, I mean, Giannis is, is the bigger name, you're going to hear about him more. But, I mean, not never can one guy ever do it himself. Even LeBron James couldn't. So yeah. he's got he's got guys. They just have to. They all have to have a good night. Like you've seen it. Like the games that the Bucks lost. A couple yeah. of those games. I mean, at least one of them. Giannis had like forty something points. They still lost. Same thing with Devin Booker. He had forty something points. They lost. Like if your whole yeah. team's not clicking. Like like Chris Paul had an awful game. He hasn't been shooting very good, but he also had a ton of turnovers. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but the, I mean, it's it's been good and it's gonna get better now that it's so close. But man, it's it was it was very interesting game last night. All you're hearing about really is the block, which could Giannis, have been a game saving block, right? It, it essentially was. I mean, they had a two point lead. I mean, the thing was like, I've heard it mentioned multiple times, but I guess I haven't seen it. Like, you don't see somebody guard. The alley and the oop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he was guarding the guy who threw the pass up, tried to defend it, and, and then was able to turn around quick enough to block the damn alley-oop. <laughs> like, it's pretty – I mean, the thing is, the more, is the more I watched it, I'm like, yeah. man, as far as defensive plays goes, it's pretty damn amazing. I mean, yeah. now, the dude has a lot of size, but to be able to spin around and, and really kind of keep your eye on the ball like that yeah. and block the damn shot – Right. And without getting causing a foul while exactly. doing all that. Which speaking of that, Devin Booker probably should have been fouled out of that game, but is he <laughs> I'm just saying. But that was that was a hell of a defensive play. And you know, man, I just love seeing blocks. Yeah. That's the only thing I was probably good at growing up playing basketball <laughs> is blocking people. Yeah. So was, that's what I got hyped up about. I like playing defense. Couldn't shoot all that good. Still can't. <laughs> Still have fun, but I love playing defense. <laughs> so it's always good to see somebody put put some good defense on somebody. So the, I, I was hyped up about the block. Yeah. Obviously, people are always like creatures of the moment. Like they get like so stuck in the moment. Like, oh man, it's the best block in, um, you know, finals history. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like settle settle down. <laughs> yeah. Like like the block that uh like LeBron play. James. The yeah. block that LeBron James put on, uh, who is it, Iguodala, I think, when they played the uh, uh, the yeah. Warriors. Yeah. That was and that was in Game Seven. Yeah. Of the finals, that was the, that was the defining moment of that game, and it was the last game of the series. So like, this is Game Four. Yeah. Was it was it very critical for them winning this game? I mean, absolutely. But like. Come on now. Let's before we start saying that, let's actually go back and look at blocks in the finals before we just start saying stupid shit. I mean, obviously it was a very small period of time, but people are just reacting to it. Yeah. And it was cool to see, but like it, it that that thought did not pop in my head. It was like that's the most amazing block I've ever seen in the finals ever in my life. Like, <laughs> no, just just stop. Speaking of LeBron James, are you interested in watching Space Jam, the new Space Jam? <sighs> show, I guess. If it ever, that's, that's if, it, no. <laughs> if it ever streams, yeah, and yeah, I mean, I'll watch it with Ashton or something. But like, the thing is, like, I as a as a kid grew up watching Jordan and Kobe. As a younger adult, watching LeBron, so I'm not really of the age anymore where like 
watching LeBron in a cartoon is like exciting. Yeah. When Space Jam came out, you know, we were still young. So yeah. it, it was exciting. Now, somebody who is our our age now, like when Space Jam came out, like I don't know, I can't remember the timeline, but if somebody that's like right now that's been growing up watching kind of LeBron in his prime, yeah, that's maybe like I don't know, between the age of like 10, 15 or something, you know, somewhere in that age range. I'm sure they're probably yeah. hyped to watch it. But like, are you, what do you think is more hyped right now, the, the movie or the uh, shoes, that, the, the Space Jam shoes and gear that Nike's put out? Probably some of the gear, but none of it looks all like, like the, like the LeBron, like the shoes, the Space the Jam Wally shoes. The Wally Coyote and Red Runner. They're not that great. Yeah. But the thing is, look at what they have to live up to. The Space Jam 11s, like, <laughs> you ain't top yeah. of it ever. So. They put out a lot of kids uh, stuff. Um, I'm looking at Nike right now because somebody told me earlier today that like Nike went all in on the Space Jam thing, and that's why uh, they feel like the movie will do more for Nike than it will for you know oh, it sure. being a movie. I, I guess and, for me, as far as like personally being hyped about it, let's say if it was if this if Space Jam Two came out, I don't know, ten years ago. Yeah. And, or something like that, and had Kobe instead. <laughs> because I'm just saying, because I grew yeah. up watching Kobe, like, yeah, from the very beginning of it. I mean, obviously I've watched LeBron through the beginning of his year too, but I was younger when Kobe came in the league, yeah, and, and was able to watch him dominate. Like, I would have been a little bit more. High. I'm not saying I'm not a LeBron fan. I do like LeBron as a player, but. I think I think it's it's just past the point for me to be excited about Space Jam. Yeah, like it just is. Like you know, what's uh, exciting for me. What is crowds are back in pro wrestling uh, shows that WWE and AEW are this week have crowds in the audience. And actually, it's a relief, man. And I actually watched AEW last night. I haven't been watching a lot of pro wrestling lately. Just. And it's really, it really sucks because with no crowds, it takes so much away from it. Um, and I watched it last night, and you know, it, it, I think it was the first night that AEW had. It was like a sold out crowd, like legit. You know, the whole arena was packed, and those fans were hyped, obviously, because it's one of the first shows that you know they got to have a crowd, yeah. and so it was just so electric. And it was even though it was just their normal you know, TV show, but it just was that much more. And you could tell from just the, the wrestlers that were, you know, you know, on the card that night that every time they came out and heard that crowd, you know, it had to be very, very uh, exciting for them. Oh, yeah. Cause to I go mean, through a year and a half of no fans. And then, you know, it's got to be super hard just as a performer to try to figure out how, you know, how to get through this. And then now that they're out of it and then that crowd cheers for you, you're probably like, oh, my God, it's such a relief. <laughs> That's the thing with sports. I mean, all sports, you know, teams, individual sports like MMA down to, you know, basketball, baseball, <clears throat> they all feed off the crowd to a certain extent. Some not as much as others, like maybe like soccer or baseball. Baseball, for sure, you don't really hear the crowd quite as much. But like, You're doing the playoffs, but not yeah. in the season. Even in the NBA, like you hear a lot of background noise and stuff like that. I mean, when big shots get made, you hear the crowd. Yeah, it's a very up-and-down crowd. Right. But like 
man, like, I don't know, like football and stuff like that. It's so awkward to not have yeah. crowds. But then, like, like yeah, like wrestling and individual, like boxing and UFC, like where you got individuals out there that really feed off the crowd. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially with, like, especially wrestling, too, because, I mean, it's their, that's their, their job isn't to, like, win the fight like it is for, like, UFC or something like that. It's to entertain the crowd. Yeah. It's to entertain the people that are watching. Like, I mean, obviously we know, they know what the outcome is going to be and all that stuff. So it's yeah. not, I'm going to win this belt. It's, we, I need to make this match as interesting as possible and get these people pumped up and entertain yeah. them. Yeah. And if they're not there, then that means that I need to do this. I need to pump up the people at home and entertain Which the people don't at home. Know if it's, if it's yeah. working or not. And they're <laughs> not there. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They're not there. You can hear everything. It's awkward. I watched it once, and I'm like, this is the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, I wonder just, how much they, over the past year and a half, went to social media to try to get that feedback. Say, you know, as a, if you're, you know, having a character and you're trying to get something over without a crowd, how the hell do you know that you're doing a good job, you know? I, all, all I can do is go about ratings. Yeah, point. but even the ratings isn't going to necessarily, I mean, pinpoint oh, something no, that you did, but... Oh, I know, but I'm just saying. I'm, like, I'm just like a, a personal certain character. match like. or a certain. They just look at like who was watching it, and if they kept watching it, or if they started watching something else. Yeah. But I'm just but saying that's, that's all. That's all you've got if you don't have the crowd. But just having that direct feedback. I mean, the only way they probably could have had it was on social media. Yeah. I'm sure. uh, if they were doing something, so I couldn't imagine how hard it would be to try to come up with something new to your character and get it over. Or, you know, vice versa, be, you know, be a heel and trying to be, you know, the bad guy and trying to make sure you're doing a good job. So. Well, glad it's back to normal. Yeah. Glad everything's getting back to normal. Uh, and also, uh, did, did you, uh, you probably didn't watch it because I didn't either. I, ca- I kept up with it with the McGregor fight. I uh, saw the result. I didn't watch it, but I did see the end results, which was, I'm glad <laughs> I didn't watch it because, I mean, it's super disappointing. Like. It is. As much as uh, McGregor's starting to get on my nerves now, like I never was really a fan, but I enjoyed the, the entertainment part as we've been kind of discussing with pro wrestling. But he's a good is, entertainer, and he's a pretty good fighter up until lately. <laughs> but what I want to see is, like, if he loses, I want to see him get his ass beat. Yeah, I don't want to see him, like, break his ankle because, he, because of a check kick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's lame. Yeah. The funny, the, the funny thing round. about him is like he cannot break. He's a fu- he's a fucking wrestler. He can't break character for shit. Yeah. Like he's talking shit while he's sitting on the mat with a broke ass foot, still talking shit about Dustin Dustin's wife and all this other stuff. Yeah. He's, he's basically setting up the next fight with a broken foot or ankle in the yeah. current fight. Yeah. Like he's just he's just setting up his payday. Like he's gonna oh, come back. Sure. And he'll end up getting. He's gonna get. He's gonna get another decent fight. And he's gonna get paid because people are gonna pay to watch it. Or he's gonna yeah. end up fighting one of the Paul brothers. Who knows? <laughs> like, <laughs> who fucking knows, man? The dude. The dude's just raking in cash, though. Yeah. Whether he wins or loses. Right. He's just a draw. He's their biggest draw. And even though it's starting to get played out a little bit. Uh, and he took it probably a little too far with the, you know, mentioning his wife and stuff. Yeah. But he's still going to be a draw. He's only going to be a maintain. 
You can't. Only, you can only maintain that level if you're winning, though. Like he has to win. Yeah, fights. Exactly. Yeah. You can't. I do think be. that they. I do think that they should fight again. I do too. And they probably at some will. point, maybe not his next fight back, but they should fight again just yeah. just to put the shit to bed, you know. Yeah, and Fourier is good. I mean, he really is good at fighter. So. Oh yeah. Um, and a good person. I've read a lot of stuff about what he does and. He's, he, he's completely anti anything McGregor's doing. He's doing the complete opposite. Uh, so you couldn't get a better, you know, mixed match of a of personalities there for that. Yeah. And even he was just like hot about like it just wasn't his style to be falling into the shit talking trap and stuff. Yeah. So well, um, McGregor seems to think that he's going to be back in no time. So well, yeah. he he's going to yeah. end up probably boxing Jake Paul or somebody. Before, yeah. before he, you know, and he'll get a huge payday for that. And Paul, it might be, you know, his first loss, or no, he actually his second loss because he lost to uh, uh, Mayweather. But um, I, I, that's going to be that's probably going to be something that happens. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, also, uh, just uh, I guess to finish up a quick sports round, Robin. Uh, Pecorine retired from the Preds this week. I was able to go to the press conference, uh, and it was just uh, it's it just so, sort of sombering a little bit, just seeing such an icon that's here in Nashville uh, for the Predators. I mean, he's probably the the guy of you know if you think of all the Nashville Predators, he's probably he's definitely top three of the best that's ever played for the team, and to play for the team his entire career uh, and has all the accolades, he, he's probably going to he, he potentially could be a hall of famer uh so that was just an interesting um you know news we all i think if you followed uh you know the preds or pecca over the last year you kind of knew the writing was on the wall that it was his career was coming to a close um but i mean he's been a big staple for sports here in middle tennessee and uh kind of wishing well in retirement yeah i'd say like as a non-hockey fan, I'm, I'm not. I'm saying I'm not, I can't say I'm not a fan because I don't watch it, so I don't know anything about it. But as someone who doesn't watch hockey, he's like one of the only Predators players' names. Yeah. That if somebody said name three Predators <laughs> right now, current or non-current, he would be the first one that would pop to my head. Yeah. Even though a lot, I listen to sports radio all the time and I hear them talk about players, but like you yeah. said, he's been he's been a mainstay. He's been here. For so long and so consistent. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, switching to uh, NFL, did you see how the news was Richard Sherman? Yeah. It's a crazy amount of events, and it, I know we're kind of going along on this podcast, so I just want to kind of keep it brief with that. And uh, I'll I say this: I, I didn't, I didn't follow up with because I know they had a they, they're supposed to officially um, announce the charges or whatever today. Yeah. Because the thing, as of like yesterday or this morning or whenever the hell it happened, like there really wasn't much information other than he had drank a shit ton, a bottle of vodka and a bottle of Henny. Which, by the way, you don't mix clear no. and brown in the no. same but especially not two two a uh, one human should not drink two bottles of or, alcohol or that yeah and that so and i guess he wrecked his car or somebody did i don't know he ends up yeah. at his 
in-law's house. Yeah. He's trying to kick the door down. He's wrestling with her uncle. She calls the police because he's threatening not to hurt anybody else, but to hurt himself. He's sending people text messages yeah. saying he's going to hurt himself. And this is the thing. Like, the, 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 the one thing that, that hit me right off the bat is, like, this is Richard Sherman. Like, he it's talks right. a lot of shit on the field, but he's never yeah. been in any trouble. He's a very intelligent guy. He does a ton for the community. Exactly, yeah. He's He's been, like, the face of, like, the NFL Players Association for I don't know how long. Yeah. Like, so it's like, where does it, like, what happened? What happened, exactly. That's and then you hear people, like, coming out of the, you know, obviously this is, like, the, the go-to now. It's like, oh, CTE and this and that. Like, you can't prove that yet. No. But it's like. What something? What causes someone to drink that much alcohol and then just kind of go on this tear? You know what? Yeah, you know what it reminds me of is Rob Baronis. Uh, when that happened, the yeah. former Titans kicker. Uh, you know, it was it's almost the same scenario, and I don't know if anybody's talked about this or not, but um, because uh, I've been, you know, I've listened to a little bit of sports radio uh, today. Uh, you know, obviously my job is kind of a part of that, but. I haven't really heard anybody uh, uh, compare the two because Rob Baronis, you know, he 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 eventually died or killed himself. Uh, but it was almost the same scenario. He was at the end of his career. I think he was, you know, maybe a year or a season shy of getting uh, whatever the 10-year NFL pension is that you get as a retired yeah. NFL player. And so um, – you know, one night he got really intoxicated and, you know, drove his vehicle around and uh, definitely put other people in danger and then ended up, you know, dying that night. Um, well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. So, like, It's almost very similar when I think about it with, with what happened to Richard Sherman. It's just trying to figure out what his intentions were, though, because I mean, he's telling people he's going to hurt himself. Yeah. He, he, I mean, all these different things could have caused him to die like he's driving around extremely intoxicated he could technically he could have drank enough alcohol to kill himself yeah could have got alcohol poisoning but then he also says he's going to do a couple other things to himself but then he even says if you call the cops i'm going to fight them yeah which is one thing that's the thing death by like suicide by cop is a very real thing because the thing is there's people who want to do things to themselves they're 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 scared to, so they need to have somebody else do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they get into an altercation with the cops and they, with the intention of dying by their hand on purpose. So I'm very thankful that that didn't happen. And instead, they released the dog. I don't know what the police dog did to him, but obviously it injured him enough to where they took him to the hospital before taking him to the uh, jail. I think what I heard was that it maybe it flashed onto his leg or something. Yeah. But but damn. I mean, the thing with that whole situation is we're just gonna have to wait and see what the hell is going on because there's yeah. not a lot of information out there as to. Yeah, we might know what the charges are, but the but what what the fuck happened? Why? Yeah. You hear not a peep. Yeah, it's so crazy. Nothing. Because he always no, seemed like a seemed like a guy that you wouldn't hear this kind of story no, about. No, you haven't heard anything. There's been no record of anything ever. Yeah. And she even, and his wife even came out at the end, like at, like after the fact, and was like, just to be clear, like he did not 
hurt anybody. Yeah. He was really, I guess, trying to hurt himself. Like, I don't know. When they said he was wrestling with his uncle, like, I don't know what that means, but like, yeah. Maybe he was trying to do something to himself and he was trying to subdue him or something like that, but yeah. Not a lot of people are going to be able to subdue an NFL player regardless of where they're at in their career. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's some weird shit. I'll keep up with it, but I was listening. To, we listen to ESPN pretty much all day at work. We can't watch it, but we can listen to it. Yeah. Um, and they really haven't – I haven't really heard anything anything new. Even with the, even, even with the announcement of the charges, like it's still probably not going to tell us Yeah, there, there's still no why behind it. So yeah. we'll, I'm sure it'll all come out eventually. But yeah, well, we'll have to, we're, we have to wait and see. Yeah, we're we're getting close to NFL and football season. Uh, so super hyped about about that. Um, I guess we'll wrap it up here. We're, <laughs> we're we went way over. We expected this to be a little short with Seth not here, but we're we're in about an hour forty. Well, uh, we went over two episodes. And yeah, the Loki, the Loki sure. stuff was. There's a lot of stuff going on. So. Yeah, for sure. It's all, it's all good. So we'll wrap it up here. Uh, next week will uh, uh, be me and Kenny. Maybe we'll get Mike on. We'll see where what he's got going on. And, uh, yeah, so uh, as always, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Big Ten Rich. And uh, listen, subscribe, all that good stuff on our podcast platforms. And just let us know how we're doing. Hit us up at oh, Big yeah. Ten Rich. We'll Go see you all right. next week. Bye. Yeah.